because I work inpatient, it's a little different than what you might see outpatient because my patients are a little more severe in nature. So I think that it is a really good opportunity for students that are on rotation to see more of the severe cases because there is negative stigma, right? There's a lot of negative stigma with mental health. And I just want it to be known that it is a very important part of patient care and that you are going to see it in many different areas of pharmacy. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, where we empower you to make a breakthrough and dispense your full potential. My name is Dr. Adam Martin, and I'm your host for the podcast. I've been a practicing full-time community pharmacist since I graduated pharmacy school back in 2012. I'm also a professional speaker, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. The Fit Pharmacist community exists to serve you to dispense your full potential by learning from our world-class guests on how to practically apply simple solutions to not only elevate your pharmacy career, but nail your nutrition, master your mindset, and fit fitness into pharmacy through simple solutions to guide you to live a fulfilled life with passion and purpose. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive into this week's new episode. In pharmacy, we talk a lot about health. In particular, there's one niche that is so, so important it's actually something that we're gonna be covering today, and that is mental health. That's why I'm so excited to bring to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast a fellow pharmacist and friend, Abby Kreischak, who is currently an associate professor of pharmacy practice at the LeeCom School of Pharmacy and has been there for the past nine years. She graduated from the LeeCom School of Pharmacy in 2010 and completed a PGY1 residency at Mill Creek Community Hospital, Lecom. Following residency, she practiced as a clinical pharmacist on the Geriatric Behavioral Health Unit at Mill Creek Community Hospital, and this is where she currently practices. There's three behavioral health units in Mill Creek Community Hospital, and she's the lead institution in the area for behavioral health. Following residency, she pursued her board certification in psychiatric pharmacy. She believes this solidified her area of expertise and helped distinguish her role as a clinical pharmacist in this area. She also is a full-time faculty member and has many responsibilities in the pharmacy school, including teaching the psychiatric curriculum as well as drug information. She's involved with the College of Psychiatric and Neurologic Pharmacists and has established a student chapter at her campus. Abby, welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am super excited, and uh, it is Friday, March 13th, which is match day. So talking about doing a residency, I think that's super appropriate, and uh, congratulations to anyone who has matched and gone through that process. Does that bring you back? It, it really does. I have a couple students on rotation right now, and one of them was involved in the match. And so I, I felt her anxiety behind that for sure. Yes. Yeah, so that actually brings me to, to my first question, because just reading your bio, you, you seem to be very specialized and passionate about what you do. 
and you become very focused. And a lot of us, that's what we want to do as pharmacists or pharmacy students going through school. We want to have a very clear purpose of what we're supposed to do and what we want to do. And you clearly are there now, but I'm sure it didn't always start that way. So would you be open to sharing just what your journey looked like, why you chose pharmacy in the first place, and then what your career path looked like for leading you to where you are now? Sure. So prior to pharmacy school in my undergraduate studies, I knew that I wanted to be in the healthcare field. Um, And so I tried to do research. I tried to shadow different areas of the healthcare field. And when I shadowed um, a pharmacist, actually, in a community setting, I just loved the interactions that the pharmacist had with other healthcare providers and the interaction with the community. So for me, it wasn't necessarily just, you know, what the pharmacist does in a community setting, but it was the interactions. And I really wanted to have an impact on, you know, not only patients, but also other students. So I noticed that there were students in the pharmacy also learning and um, teaching prior to pharmacy was another interest of mine. And so I knew that this specific area um, had both avenues and that I'd be able to do both. So it started um, there for pharmacy. And then once I decided on LECOM, um, I didn't really have a specific area of focus when it comes to practicing in pharmacy, whether I wanted to do clinical or if I wanted to do community. And so again, I branched out. I um, shadowed a lot of different areas of pharmacy. And once I decided on, you know, psychiatric pharmacy, uh, that was, you know, kind of how I got into looking into residency programs that had those areas available, um, looking into residency programs that also had academia as a specialty because I knew that I wanted that to also be a focus. So yeah, that's kind of where um, I ended up. And then it was pretty pretty well planned that after my residency, um, there was a position open here at LECOM um, that had a practice area of psych. So it was pretty much made for me and it, it lined up perfectly with my, with my career plans. How convenient. So you have a lot of love for your school, LECOM, not only going there as a student, but now you kind of stuck around and you're giving back. So I think that's fantastic. Yes. Is there something in particular that makes you so passionate about LECOM for why you chose that as a pharmacy school and why you chose to stay around and give back as a professor? Yeah, so I mean, I chose LECOM for a multitude of reasons. I really liked the area and I really liked the opportunities that LECOM had to offer um, to the students. So we are very big on community service. And again, I truly enjoy just working with patients and in the community as much as I could. So I really enjoyed that. And I also liked the relationship with the professors and the faculty here. You know, pretty much open door policy, they were available at any time. And so I really enjoyed that they truly valued that student, you know, professor relationship, essentially. So for me, that was really big. And I really liked the leadership opportunities as well. So as a student looking at prospective schools, this was definitely a number one choice. I also enjoyed that it was an accelerated program. So I was able to complete my coursework in a shorter amount of time and get into the workforce. Um, And so for me, giving back to the students was major. Um, And 
as a student, I saw different opportunities. And in my mind, you know, the whole time throughout the curriculum, I'm thinking, as a professor, I wonder if this would be really helpful. And I think it was great because now, right, I have the perspective of coming from the curriculum and being a student and knowing what areas could be improved or what areas I could, you know, build upon. So for me, it was, it was definitely giving back. That's fantastic. And I think that's such a, a huge component, not only to pharmacy, but just being a member of the community, because that's who we're essentially here to serve. And getting in there and giving back is a, a great way to do that. Uh, one thing that I did want to also ask is the importance, because you said you reached out and started shadowing in the community setting. And I think something that you and I both believe in is that of getting involved in a local organization in pharmacy. Uh, and that's actually how we met. We met yes. at the Pennsylvania <laughs> Pharmacists Association uh, mid-year meeting out in, uh, in the Harrisburg way. So that was awesome. We got to share a delicious breakfast yes, and just sharing your hobbies and talking about what you specialize in. I was like, that'd make a great podcast. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so, Worked out really well. <laughs> absolutely. So that's another thing that I'm a huge proponent of and really recommend is if you're in Pennsylvania, definitely get involved in Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association. Uh, but if you're not, because I know a lot of our listeners are actually global, uh, regardless of what country or state you're in, you definitely want to get involved because pharmacy is literally all about relationships, not only for who you serve being your patients, but for growing your experience and your expertise. It's literally all who you know, and that really helps through networking and getting involved in your local pharmacy organization. So that's another big thing that I highly recommend. And I think you do as well. 100%. Pharmacy is a small world. Yes, it is. <laughs> it but, really is. And, and that's why it's so important to not generalize your practice, but really find what your passion and niche is, which is what you shared in, in what your specialty is. So there's a lot of options in pharmacy. Literally, I wrote a book all about <laughs> the different things you can do, right? But mm -hmm. with what you found is your passion, uh, you have certain reasons. We all have reasons why we pick certain things. And you shared some of that in, in what, you just, what you just explained with your career path. But mm -hmm. why do you think mental health and psychiatric pharmacy is unique or different compared to other niches in pharmacy? Because I actually had, when I was a uh, fourth-year pharmacy student at Pitt, I actually had a mental health pharmacy rotation. And it was, I thought it was very unique. And uh, we talked about this at PPA, but I just wanted you to kind of share your insights from being such an expert in the field of why psychiatric pharmacy is such a different career option in relation to pharmacy as a whole. Yeah. Um, so not only is there a literature out there saying that, you know, psychiatric pharmacists have a very positive impact on our psychiatric population, um, but Mental health is going to be in every area of pharmacy, whether or not you realize it. So mental health in terms of all of the you know, disorders are very prevalent. Um, and when I teach the students in the, you know, in the lecture hall in our didactic work, I tell them, you might go into community pharmacy, right? Because you want to interact with the public, but what you're not realizing is that you may be that last line of defense for patients with mental health conditions. Um, you know, you are the ones that are seeing refills. You are the ones that are seeing if patients are having issues with medications. And so having that comfort level 
in, you know, dealing with patients that have mental health conditions is going to be imperative no matter where you are. And so for me, knowing that it's such a prevalent thing, knowing that I would essentially be able to make an impact, you know, in a patient with a mental health condition, that was major for me in picking that specific area. And, um, you know, it's obviously also very interesting. And for me, because I work inpatient, it's a little different than what you might see outpatient because my patients are a little more severe in nature. So I think that it is a really good opportunity for students that are on rotation to see more of the severe cases because there is negative stigma, right? There's a lot of negative stigma with mental health. And I just want it to be known that it is a very important part of patient care and that you are going to see it in many different areas of pharmacy. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really important. Absolutely. I agree with that hundred percent. I actually just got back from Ireland on a mental health symposium because um, the country is just so far behind with care and pharmacists actually took a stand to create the nation's first ever mental health symposium to break down that stigma because it's so impactful and the, the disparity in that country is just something that is unbelievable yeah. to the point where if a patient has a psychotic breakdown and they literally go to their PCP and say, I'm suicidal, I need help, they have to wait four to six weeks to get care. That's literally how it is right now. Yeah. So uh, pharmacy schools got together. There's three in Ireland. They did this symposium. Uh, I had the honor to fly over there and speak and be a part of it. Uh, but it was great to see not only pharmacists being a voice for this, and coming together with psychiatrists and other researchers in the area, uh, but organizations that have formed to bridge that gap and provide patients that point of contact care so that in that four to six week time, they have support, they have resources, because a lot of these groups are from people struggling with mental health who have overcome them and still managing them effectively, but they're just in a better place so that they can not only take care of themselves, but take that journey and that experience in helping others to get the resources that allowed them to do that too. And uh, I think that's why we talked about community and networking, why that's so important, because it's not about one person. It's about us as a whole niche, as a profession to serve. Absolutely. So I think what you said is spot on, 100% important. I am so excited to present to you Gen Z Pharmacist. This book has been in the works for four years and not only will walk you through in a step-by-step -step format how to dominate pharmacy school and script your dream career, but it also includes 22 interviews from the most impactful professionals in our profession. You know, one of the first things I thought of as I read through this book was, wow, I wish I would have had this available to me in pharmacy school. And I graduated back in 2008, but what an incredible, timeless resource that is all about how to make the most out of your time as a pharmacy student and how to really prepare yourself and get ready to make that transition into new practitioner life. Hey guys, I am just checking out this book by Dr. Adam Martin. It goes through some great examples of some successful pharmacists uh, to really give you some great inspiration as you're thinking about what you want to do when you finish pharmacy school. So it's a great book for you to check out and um, hope all of the pharmacy students will get a copy and be prepared for the Gen Z Pharmacist.
what also you said, and, and I'm excited to ask you this question, because you're a professor, because you went through the residency track, and because what you just said, being that students need to see all sides of mental health, both in the community setting, but also the severe cases with inpatients. A lot of times students don't see that, and there is that stigma, that misconception, that those myths out there in society. So if there is someone listening that's either a pharmacy student or a pharmacist looking to get more uh, involved with mental health, what are some ways that you'd recommend for them to do that? I think that there are multiple ways for for me and for the students. Um, so we have the College of Psychiatric and Neurologic Pharmacists Association that we have here at the school, um, and we formed that specific group here um, in order to a educate everyone about the profession um, and ways that you can integrate yourself into the profession, um, as well as also uh, integrate into the community. So there are a lot of community services that are available anywhere you go. Um, and so reaching out to those community services are gonna be very, very helpful as well. They usually have a lot of different community events. Um, our students were able to participate in a lot of those events. Um, and you know they even came up with their, their own events. Um, we were able to do some even just in nursing homes uh, with screening and educating about different mental health conditions, whether it was anxiety or depression. And so I think that reaching out to the community is obviously going to be very important, but other groups that are specific to psych pharmacy are a great way to get started as well. And CPNP is um, going to be the group to join, in my opinion. Awesome. So guys, I'll have a link to that in the show notes, CPNP, for that. But yeah, if students are looking for resources to learn more about psychiatric pharmacy, get experiences. So LECOM, do they have opportunities for students that may not go to the school, so maybe they're looking to get experiences in a rotation or maybe a residency option, or there anything like that available? Yeah, so um, in ear, this is actually part of like my five to 10 year plan is to develop a PGY2 in psychiatric pharmacy. We have the resources. I just essentially need more psych pharmacists here um, with me. So come join my <laughs> come join my group. Small um, goals. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, those are my goals. And what was the other part of your question? Uh, students looking to get involved in either residency or rotation opportunity. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I have a psychiatric elective rotation at my site. So I know that students that are specifically interested in psych pharmacy can obviously take my elective. If they are interested in any other areas, like I said, I really encourage being a part of CPNP. We also have an annual meeting every year. This year it won't be happening. Um, Thank you, coronavirus. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but um, I, I do believe being involved in that specific um, group has helped the students learn more about the profession and opportunities, um, as well as being involved in, you know, an elective rotation if they are interested. There are other surrounding areas that offer PGY2 residencies in psych and since we were talking about pharmacy being a small world, because I have uh, networked at the annual meeting at CPMP, I have a lot of different uh, um, people available to talk to um, in regards to other PGY2 residency uh, opportunities. So I have a lot of connections in the psych world. That's fantastic. So speaking of connections, so when it comes to social media, is there a way that students or pharmacists listening to this on their podcast platform or if you're watching the YouTube version of this, 
a way that they can connect with you on social media? Where are you most active and where's the best place for them to do that? Oh, that is a great question. Um, so Instagram is an awesome platform and I believe CPMP, like our specific Erie Lecom group has a Facebook group. We're active on there. But for me specifically, Instagram is the way to go. Um, so if you're able to provide a link, that would be awesome. And the show notes. Um, yeah. And I do like to, I do like to address uh, mental health, uh, the stigma, um, things like that on my Instagram platform as well. Fantastic. Well, hey, I really appreciate your time and sharing all of this. Um, I'm getting psyched up about psychiatric pharmacy, so <laughs> got to throw the puns in there. Uh, but hey, guys, thank you so much for your time. And I just want to acknowledge you for the work that you're doing in your niche and for not just pharmacists, but pharmacy students who I believe really are the future of our profession. So thank you for all the work you do and the opportunities that you provide for them. No problem at all. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It is my pleasure. Guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast signing off with the Abby Kryshak. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of that episode. I hope you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you're subscribed to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Let me know. Post it. Tell me how it's impacted your pharmacy career and life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this amazing and passionate community we're creating of leaders in healthcare. You're now a part of the movement, a part of the family. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you.